Good morning, good afternoon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Summer SoCal Swing Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andre, and I'm joined by the wonderful Jungle. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so for the, hey, hey. for the broader swing dance world who may not know, um, Jungle is one of my dance partners. She is fucking dope. But uh, why don't you go ahead and do a quick intro? about you jungle sure um so uh, my name is christina but my friends call me jungle um i'm an orange county native and i dance primarily at atomic ballroom i would say in the school of swing i'm a sophomore majoring in collegiate shag (laughs) i'm recently added a minor in Balboa and uh-huh. um I'm taking remedial classes for Lindy Hop. <laughs> remedial bro <laughs> remedial classes. <laughs> and if if you're if you're listening on Spotify, uh Jungle actually has like a really cool shag picture in the background. <laughs> okay. So you that is a cool way to explain it. I never thought of explaining like your dance journey in terms of college I yeah I would have to give credit to Nick Williams for that because uh that that's uh something that he said um and I took it and ran with it so credit to Nick Williams for that one <laughs> oh thank you Nick Williams for that. that's okay that's really cool you said remedial Lindy Hop though yeah yes remedial absolutely <laughs> what, what, what does that what is what is that that's what you <laughs> that and I means, that means I need a lot of help in it and I don't know oh. what I'm doing and my, my level is not um, uh, up to par, but that's okay. I'm okay well, with that. <laughs> people can have their own opinions. I know that <laughs> me, myself, and everyone else who knows you listening, we fucking love dancing. Uh, you Lindy is like, ooh. you know, that, that Alice that. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so... We are going to talk about shag because I know that's something huge for you, but I'm curious, how did you, how did you find swing dancing and what was your life like before that? Cause now you're in deep. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, pre swing dance, I did a lot of outdoors type stuff. So I played hmm. sports. Um, I was doing a lot of like camping, hiking, backpacking, Um, I was pretty heavily into film photography, but mostly like outdoor Mm. film photography. Um, I did rock climbing for six years, so bouldering and rope climbing. Um, And then during the pandemic, I got pretty heavily into road biking and mountain biking. So um, yeah, I loved being outside, did not like being indoors. Uh-huh. uh liked the sun and the fresh air and mm. nature and now now i have a vitamin d deficiency oh, from, for real? from never leaving annex four <laughs> uh um annex annex four is at the, the atomic like ballroom practice area it's and- like the tiny closet in the back yeah <laughs> yeah but when you when we go there um you'll you'll more often than not hear shag in that room like shag music between i would say 4 30 to 9 30 or something like that on the daily <laughs> uh, yeah maybe like five five on 
but yeah. Five on. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, I cut you off. You were saying um how now you have a vitamin D deficiency because <laughs> right. Yeah. So um yeah, because I'm just I'm indoors all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um so basically how I found uh swing dancing. Uh, this was a long time ago, but mm-hmm. I was working at this organization and in a nutshell, I was like on a team of eight people and they're like, we're going to do pilot a little project and we want you guys to be our guinea pigs. So here's a hundred dollars for each person on the team. Mm-hmm. And we want you to uh, either pursue a passion or do something you've never done something completely new and the only condition is I think they were uh gave us a hundred dollars like on a Friday Mm. and they said um we want you to do it over the weekend and come back on Monday and tell us what you did like share with the team yeah and um I was like okay well I want to try something new and I want to like learn something and so I went on Facebook and looked at kind of the local events that were happening because I was really short on time Mm-hmm. Um, and there was not a lot to choose from, but there was a lot of <laughs> atomic ballroom classes that really? were on, yeah, on Facebook events. I think this was like over 10 years ago or maybe 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened that on that Sunday, it was the first class of like a month long series for intro to Lindy Hop. Mm-hmm. And it was with Shaysha at four o'clock. And I was like, okay, can't find anything else. This seems like it could be cool. I've literally got nothing to lose. And so I went to that first class um, and it was so fun. Really? Um, yeah, I think I um, I always liked that era of jazz music anyways, mm-hmm. but I didn't have any clue that there was like a way to move to it. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to put movement to something that I already really enjoyed was pretty special. Um, so yeah, it was super fun. Somewhere out there, there's a photo of me and Shaysha and a $100 bill uh, in my first Lindy Hop class. I don't know where, I can't find it anymore, but it's out there somewhere. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what I took to like uh, go back and share with the team um, on Monday. Uh, and that's a really crazy thing for me to think about because, uh, if it wasn't for that impetus, like literally somebody just saying like, here's a hundred dollar bill, like go do something you've never done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I would have never found like the Lindy Hop world. Yeah. Uh, because there's nobody, even, even to this day, there's nobody like in my non-dance life that was involved i didn't know anybody Mm -hmm. in the scene Mm -hmm. nobody has been remotely interested in it um Mm -hmm. so it was kind it's kind of wild for me to think about that that was what caused me to find this like thing that i don't know planted a seed and 10 years later is changing my life yeah that's (laughs) that's absolutely incredible crazy yeah yeah i have a question so sure. with with that first class that you took with Shaysha, for some mm-hmm. dancers who are listening now who are just getting into swing dancing and stuff, but I'm curious, mm-hmm. like, 
what did you like about that class? What was it about that class that got you like, oh, this is this is something interesting? Yeah, I think um, I don't know. I I like I said earlier, like I already liked the music, and I think that's a really big part of enjoying mm-hmm. the Lindy Hop scene because I I have a, a lot of friends outside of the Lindy scene who who love dancing. But if you can't connect with the music, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to get into the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, a big part of it was just I really enjoyed the music to begin with. Um, and then it was kind of like mind blowing that there was actually a way to dance to it um, that I just happened to stumble upon. But uh, I guess in a general sense, um, I don't know, it's just like it's a happy dance and it's mm-hmm. dynamic and uh, it's social and you're connecting with people. And so when you put all those factors together, I think, um, yeah, was, that's uh, what made it exciting for me. But yeah, yeah I, I, I can't really speak on behalf of anybody other than myself. Oh, <laughs> no, that, that I think that's really great insight. I think people will get a lot from that. Now, you said that was 10 years ago. Right. But I know that you and I have talked about it, but how did you progress from 10 years ago taking that one class? You said you came in and out to like um, really taking classes. Yeah. So um, I wasn't completely gone in those 10 years. I would like, I think after that first class with Shaysha, it was maybe like I was gone for two years. I didn't come Mm. back. And then I popped back in, would take a couple of uh, group classes and then be gone for like uh, months to years and then come back so um, uh, I wasn't completely out it was still always something that I came back to mm-hmm. um, but I think there are a lot of factors that contributed to like not um, really getting into it off the bat the first being kind of what we talked about earlier I had a lot of hobbies that were um, that took me places Mm-hmm. And because I was not around often, I was like camping or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it made it really hard to be consistent, which made it hard to make progress. Um, and then I feel like if you don't feel like you're making progress, it's hard to be motivated to do something. So um, one factor just being like where I was at that time, I was um, doing other things and focus on other things. Um, and then I guess uh in addition to that because i was not consistent and because uh i was not there often i didn't know anybody and that might be kind of like a a bigger initial hurdle which uh in my conversations with other people i know that um is experienced probably within like the first three months is like it can feel pretty lonely if you don't know anybody um And it's a pretty tough thing to be like in a crowded room and still feel kind of like you're by yourself. Alone, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that was a part of the thing too, is like, I didn't know anybody, but also I didn't go enough to make new friends. So Mm -hmm. um, that made it kind of like a solo experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a part of it. And then I think maybe uh, the last thing that I can think of is um it is a a hobby that costs money and um (laughs) like back then it was a factor it's 
still something that I like struggle with. Um, and it like Lindy, I would say the barrier to entry is low in the sense yeah. that like you can participate in it to an extent, but um, if you're really trying to improve the group classes, the socials, private lessons, floor rentals, events, hotel, like all that stuff adds up really quickly. Mm. Um, and the reality is that if you really, really want to be like fully immersed in the experience that you have to have a lot of money, it's, it's, yeah. it is, it is realistically like a pretty privileged hobby. So um, that was also a, a factor at the time. It still is a factor now. So um, I guess a combination of all those things um, like just didn't line up for me to commit fully. Mm. And I, I would say despite that, it was still something that I always came back to because I did genuinely enjoy it. But um, yeah, those were kind of the things that were uh, hurdles for me at the time. I think that's so, I think that's such a strong, uh, uh, such an important point because like you said, like it does take money and our hobby is expensive. I would even say it's more expensive because we live in SoCal. Mm -hmm. right? Now we're Absolutely. both biased because this scene is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I think that some people listening can very much attest to the fact that it's expensive just due to the nature of it, right? right? Which kind of got me thinking a little bit about like um, taking group classes, especially mm -hmm. in regards to Lindy Hop. You had mentioned mm -hmm. that you did the Lindy Hop class, you came in and out, and uh, we had talked about it earlier, but Lindy didn't stick automatically, right? It took some mm -hmm. time before you find, you found the almighty shag, which I want to talk to you about how I first met you after that. But um, walk me through like why Lindy didn't stick initially. Uh, I think it's not necessarily that Lindy didn't stick in the beginning. That's just kind of um, uh, the gateway dance. <laughs> That's true. For me yeah, in, the, in a sense, like I did, I did really enjoy it. And um, I was into it when I first started it. So uh, it wasn't that I was not invested in it. I think just when I ended up finding Shag, that was the a bigger connection for me. And so that's kind of, uh, I took off yeah. when I found Shag. But um, it's not to say that Lindy, like Lindy's great. I wish that I could be like better at it. <laughs> but um, yeah, my connection is just much, much stronger with the, this other form. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, we'll, we'll get to it later talking about like shag and stuff. But would you say that like Lindy was a gateway drug that got you into <laughs> the scene in general? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it is for most people just because the other dances are a lot like the scenes are smaller and yeah. Lindy's kind of the, the big, the big one. Yeah. Um, so I think it's not uncommon for people to find Lindy first, do it for a little bit, and then get exposed to some of the other like more niche styles. And then um, if that's something that they connect with on a deeper level, then they kind of take off on those yeah. um, other styles. Yeah. Which is so interesting because we live in SoCal and we're known for like 
the being being able to do Balboa, Shag, and Lindy Hop, like all three triple threat type thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that other scenes just do Lindy Hop completely and there's mm -hmm. there's nothing else. So I feel like when you say those small other scenes, that that really strikes a point, I think, in some people's minds. That being mm -hmm. said, when and how did you really get into just atomic and dancing as a whole? Yeah. Um, so like I said, I think I was just like kind of popping in and out and not like really committing to the dance, but it was something that I always like really, really enjoyed and always at some point or another, um, out of all my hobbies, it's something that I always came back to. Mm -hmm. And um, it was like the beginning of 2020. I was like, you know what? Um, I really enjoy this. And it's something that I always end up coming back and doing. So, you know, I'm just going to commit. I'm going to like invest in group classes and mm. I'm going to actually do the socials. I'm going to take privates, whatever. Um, I'm going to do this thing. <laughs> and I was like two or three weeks in and the pandemic hit. So. <laughs> so then I was out for I was out for another almost like two years um just doing other like outdoor stuff mm -hmm. and I think it was November 2021 when I was like <laughs> okay now now I'm gonna try to restart the thing that I tried to do two years ago um and November of 2021 is where the wonderful and the awesome Matt Ritchie Matt comes Ritchie. in. <laughs> oh my god, that that human is phenomenal. Mm, hearts, hearts. So much, so many hearts. So, so many for those hearts. of you who don't know Matt Mitchell, you should, <laughs> because he is a phenomenal all-around dancer and human. Right? Uh, he does West Coast Balboa, Lindy Hop. She he does shag too. He, yes, yes, absolutely does shag. I bet you he yeah. could do anything if you just he go. He can do anything, <laughs> right? I, I wouldn't doubt that. So you, what happened when you met Matt Ritchie? Walk me through that. Yeah, yeah. So Matt Ritchie is like my dance guardian angel. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my um, gosh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I love you, Matt. Um, <laughs> so uh, November 2021, uh, that's when I started off with private lessons with Matt Ritchie. And um I would say I'm still like pretty timid now, kind of. Um, but when I first started out with Matt, I was like severely timid and mm. um, also like very rigid minded in the sense that I was I have like a perfectionist mentality. Mm. Um, and the combination of those two is not super great. Um, so like it was to the point where uh, initially in our lessons he would like show me a move or some or like an exercise and he would do it and then be like okay now it's your turn like go ahead and try it and I would say I'm gonna go home and work on this by myself and I'll come back and show you next week when <laughs> I have when I can do it a little bit better um so I I guess you could imagine if I could not even do like little movements in front of the person that I'm taking lessons from like social dancing was probably out of the question mm. um at the time uh when I was taking these uh group classes and these lessons with Matt um when the social started I would dip mm. bye <laughs> 
And I know that there were a couple of times when I like paid to see a live band and I would sit there for three songs and be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> like, I can't oh, do this. Wow. Damn. Huh? <laughs> I can't do this. Huh. Um, because I think uh, like, at least for me personally um, and, and my personality, uh, when you have to like do something by yourself and you're failing constantly that's already hard as is but mm. when you're starting out with social dancing you have to fail constantly and then somebody has to like experience your failure with you mm. and that was so hard for my brain and it's still hard for me now it's just the case that um the strangers have now become my friends so I'm you know like <laughs> like a little little less uh, mm -hmm. intimidated but um i yeah struggled with that pretty hard at the time and so what matt did was he would challenge me uh mm -hmm. to stay one song um stay for one song uh at the social uh, this tuesday upcoming tuesday friday whatever um, and so I stayed for one song. I danced one song and then dipped mm. and came back the next week and was like, I did it. <laughs> I, danced, <laughs> I danced one song. Um, and then he'd be like, all right, uh, this week you're doing two, like dance two songs. And then so I would do two, then two went to five, like five went to 10. And I was not always successful. And sometimes I came back feeling pretty like crummy, mm. um, but by like mid-January the following year, I was staying for the entire social. Mm. Um, so bless his soul, Matt Ritchie uh, didn't just teach me how to dance, but he had to do some nurturing work on my mental game and mm. my social game. Um, and he's still doing that now. He's calls uh, himself my number one cheerleader and um y you know this about me but I it's not an easy job because I like can't take a compliment and I mm. crap on myself constantly and um I'm I'm trying to work on that but despite all of that um a true testament to uh the kind of person that he is that he's like still doing that now and um yeah we haven't even like touched on the fact or or have like gotten into how insanely talented of a dancer he is but in addition to that he's yeah. just all around amazing human being oh yeah i've i've said it time and time again that i feel like matt is one of the most emotionally intelligent and oh yeah best yeah. communicators absolutely in the swing dance leadership scene in my mm -hmm. mind because just the way he operates and yep. from your story, what you told me and just how he interacts with you, I think he's put in a lot of, he made a, he makes a lot of effort to communicate efficiently and meet people where they're at, which I think is, I'm going to talk about that down the road, like emotional intelligence for dancers. Mm -hmm. But yeah, now I do have to thank Matt Mitchell publicly here because Matt Ritchie, he, Matt no, Ritchie, Matt Mitchell. What did I oh matt mitchell's the bad book man. sorry <laughs> different guy different guy <laughs> matt, matt ritchie um because he because of him he has blessed our scene with you right uh, and <laughs> you're like ah! Dodge. <laughs> but Dodge. because Different. when 
I remember the first time I saw you, you were practicing shag uh, at the back of Atomic on the mirror, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I remember yes. I was watching you shag. I was like, oh, damn, she looks like a great dancer. And Bert was with me. Bert says he remembers this. He was like, oh, yeah, because he danced with you. And then I was like, oh, I think I'm going to ask her to dance. And then he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you totally should. And then I went and asked you to dance. And you're like, yeah, sure. And we danced. <laughs> I'm just curious for all my own personal like brain, but what were your yeah. thoughts on that when we first met and when we first danced? Oh my gosh, I uh, that's a very distinct um, memory for me because of the way that, um, like the the way that you approached me. I don't know hmm. if you remember this, uh -oh. like what you said. Oh no! Oh no! What <laughs> no, it's a, it was a. It was a good thing. I felt very special because I, I we had never met, mm -hmm. and you came up to me and mm -hmm. and you said, "Hey, I have been wanting to ask you to dance like the past couple of dances, and I like like haven't been able to. Would you like please uh, do this dance with me?" You were like so kind and so generous and very human, um, and to my memory. Uh, like at the time I wasn't having the best dances because I was so in my head but we had a really really fun and really really good dance and I still remember like that was fantastic and <laughs> like really good about it which is not something that I felt commonly at the time mm. um so yeah that's like uh imprinted in my brain as a very positive memory I re I remember that too <laughs> because you you heard I know that you keep shitting on yourself and stuff but you heard the music so well and we were so in sync and I remember we were very in sync yeah and which is why yeah. today even last night when we were dancing at minor swing we were dancing we did the whole forward step hop <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love that moment it's so fun yeah and you always yeah. time it like really well yeah and the fact that we do it so quickly and end yeah. that put out like uh that's I'm finding it's a theme like with my dance partners when I so hot 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 you know exactly yeah what I'm yeah, yeah 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 but I so I think good. that was a really cool moment because I think several months later or sometime later I was like I oh, I would really love to like practice with some people and then I asked you if you wanted to practice and this is one thing I remember you smiled so big oh, like, yeah yeah let's do it yeah yeah <laughs> And then I was like, after we practiced and we we're like, yeah, this is, this is peak. Well, then I was like, hey, you want to be my dance partner? And you're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. That was really fun. It, it was, it was super fun. And I still, to this day, uh, I thought it then and I still think it now, but I was like, what does this, what does this dude see in me? Oh I, at that time, I had not like regularly practice with anybody I didn't feel like I was at a level to be able to do that and yeah. so I was su super grateful and like touched that um yeah that you wanted to practice and stuff like that because I, I was not feeling good about ooh, what I was doing at the time <laughs> Bro, it was a it was a it was a no it was a no-brainer <laughs> and even even more so now because I want to talk about this later with the whole shag thing and uh your shag party that we had recently right uh -huh. but you you have pivoted and have really gone head first into shag like when people think jungle I think they immediately think oh yeah 
she's the shag person. She does. And we're talking, for those who are listening, we're talking about collegiate shag. Did I say that right? Is it collegiate shag? Collegiate shag, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Collegiate shag, not St. Louis shag, collegiate shag. Or the other yeah. shag. <laughs> the awesome powers, the awesome power. Because that's what everybody thinks, like, uh, in the non-Lindy scene. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is a bunch of dancers <laughs> listening. So yeah, we're talking about collegiate shag. But when you yes. think shag, I immediately think uh jungle. So like you're really, you really love that type of dance. Like, how did you how did you find it? How did you get <laughs> into it? When yeah. walk me through that? Cause I actually don't think I ever asked you that before. Like oh you know, really? Yeah, at the beginning of it, yeah. The beginning of it. So I think this was like, it was around this time last year. So like February, March, mm-hmm. um, my friend Tyler, uh, who actually I want to shout out real quick. He's like the first Lindy friend that I had Aww. who made me not feel so lonely. Mm. Um, so thanks, Tyler. And everybody go be his friend because he's like the sweetest person ever. He's so nice. Um, but yeah, at the time, Tyler and I were just dancing a lot of Lindy, and he took a taster, um, a shag taster class at Atomic, uh-huh. and uh, came up to me and was like, hey, um, I just want to follow to practice this basic with. I just learned it. Um, it's called shag. Do you want to learn it? It's super easy. Do you want to learn it and like just practice it with me? <laughs> And I'm laughing because at the time I was so like, I'm only going to do Lindy. I don't care about these side dances. Like I'm trying yeah. to get one thing right and getting this one thing right is so hard. And um, I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> no, man, I'm good. <laughs> I said no. And then I think he asked me one other time and I was like, no, I like, I don't want to do it. I like, I um, don't have the brain capacity to try to like learn something completely new yeah um and then I think he I want to say he asked me one more time and I was like oh fine I'll do it I'll (laughs) I'll just be your friend and I will do this thing with you I'll learn it and I'll practice it fine fine Mm. I'll do it (laughs) um and then he taught it to me and we did a couple songs and I was like oh this is fun (laughs) (laughs) the bug has started um and literally never looked back just full steam ahead so it's actually um a hundred percent due to tyler's persistence Mm -hmm. um that i was able to actually find something like this that i love so much Mm. um yeah because i think if if he had just stopped after i said no the first three times i literally would not be dancing that dance now wow well, thank yeah. you, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. Her. You're the best. <laughs> You're awesome. Okay. So that's how you got into I found shag. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how you found it. But then mm-hmm. what happened after you found it? Like, because you built a studio in your house, right? Oh, I wouldn't say I built it. It's just a spare room. I just put up some mirrors and, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a yeah. it's a dance space, like, for sure. <laughs> so that, was that part of, like, the whole shag thing or was that before? Uh, no, that, that it's, uh, that was here. I think I put the mirrors up when I initially started, tried to start dancing in 2020. And then, then it became a storage room for two years. 
yeah. <laughs> and then I cleaned it up after when they started again, but that actually wasn't um, shag specific. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So like pivoting back to shag then, mm -hmm. you progressed by taking a lot of classes and you also have some inspiration from Europe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a lot, a lot of like pivotal people, I guess I would like to mention that um, had a big impact on my journey. Uh, when I first, first started out, um, like the early, early days after um, Tyler taught me the basic, mm -hmm. um, I I didn't know anything about Shag. I didn't know like Jeremy did Shag and Nick did, like literally had no clue, didn't know who did what. All I knew was like the basic and maybe like a tuck turn or something. And so um, I went on YouTube and I looked up Shag stuff on YouTube and I found um Arnes and Agla, who are from Lithuania, and yeah. I just like their stuff was super interesting to me, yeah. and I liked their style, and so I would watch a lot of their videos. And um, I didn't know a lot of people to dance it with at that time who like had a more comprehensive idea of shag, and so um, I would like try to learn their footwork. Arnes and Agla's like YouTube yeah. videos they yeah. have like a channel like what a shag um and so I would try to watch those like learn some footwork um they had these like little choreos that they put together and so I would try to learn Agla's like follow part of just the choreo I like watch their videos like 50 to 100 times just trying to figure out the footwork um, and then the thing that you're talking about, like I go in the back at Atomic during socials and I would just yeah. try to get like the rhythm yeah. um, in my body. And so um, they were pretty important for me conceptually when I was first starting out because I, I didn't know anything mm. about it. Um, so that was uh, a first important step. And then um, then I started learning from Nick Williams um and nick williams put a lot of like because at the time when i was doing uh kind of like solo shag mm -hmm. i didn't know much about like connection and uh shapes and things like that so uh, nick williams helped put like a pretty good foundation for me in terms of like what the dance is when it's actually dance with somebody else Mm -hmm. um yeah just movement shapes connection things like that um so that was important for me because I think without like without a foundation you literally don't have anything like you have nothing right. to go off of yeah and so um he was pivotal for me in terms of that and also like my early understanding of shag history like I think he was the first person who I heard the name like Connie Wydell from and things like that. So, um, yeah, uh, he I'm very grateful for him uh, for like giving me that knowledge and, and that understanding that I that was missing. Um, and he's also just super encouraging, super kind um delightfully dorky <laughs> um yeah so um yeah thanks to nick for that 
and then of course uh, we have the great Jeremy Oss, um, who I've been working with more recently, mm -hmm. uh, and it is no secret that he is my favorite person Aww. to shag with. <laughs> no, no secret at all. No, not at all. Um, yeah, let me pull out my laundry list of reasons why um, <laughs> I I adore him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think with Jeremy, it's obviously no no secret that he is like a creative genius and and an artistic powerhouse. Mm. And um, I like I'm one of many people that are inspired by him creatively. Um, uh, I also think um, like creating my own like dance personality and voice and style that's unique to myself is um, very important to me. Mm -hmm. And he's not only like been encouraging of that, but um, has been conducive in helping me to develop it. Mm. Um, I also think uh he can strike a balance between like the classic like historical part of shag but also um being progressive and exploring different ideas and that's a a very big dance value of mine um so that's very important to me um he's super fun innovative uh <laughs> and I and I think I think he can match and exceed the craziness that I have for Shag, mm. but I will say sometimes I do think I give him a run for his money. Ooh, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> sometimes rarely, but sometimes. Um, so all in all, I think that there are um, just things that happen to align really well. Mm. Um, and that and the dance being what it is, um, brings out what I would call my authentic, silly, happy shag jungle self. Um, yeah. And, I, and dance aside, he's, he's, um, super, super nice, good hearted, funny, just all around awesome possum. So, yeah. um, as I'm like saying these things, I'm also realizing like how crazy fortunate and lucky we are to like uh, have so many insanely talented dancers like in one geographical spot mm -hmm. um, that we can like take all these different methodologies and learnings and styles and opinions and like grow into our own dancer selves yeah um so uh all of those people for me um have been such a huge part of like growing in my dancing um and i'm really grateful for them but while we're on this topic andre because i don't know if i've like if we've gone into depth about this kind of stuff with you who would you say uh, has been like pivotal uh, in your growth as a dancer, like early on, and who's uh, been um, like inspirational to you, like as of more recently? 
bro you're the guest on my podcast <laughs> too bad <laughs> I'm um, asking the questions now. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I will say this: when you mentioned giving Jeremy a run for his money, uh, I did chat with him like as we were switching because you and I have practiced, and then it was you and him, you and him, his turn, like switching off. Um, I remember he was like, "Yeah, jungle is a machine. I work hard, but jungle is a machine." <laughs> He's not wrong. Uh, he's a machine too, man. He's he's a machine too. Oh, he's you you both. Are, <laughs> I every, every time I show up to Atomic around like 9 30 or so, you both are still practicing. I'm like, they've been there for hours. I already uh-huh. sometimes. Sometimes that just speaks to your testament. I will talk about like the hustle and grind and everything later. Um, I mean, to answer your question, this is uh-huh. something I was actually gonna bring up because uh, I have two things. Now mm-hmm. here's you can't dodge this all right there's no dodging. Oh, <laughs> no guarantees no guarantees the the first one was when you started really practicing and really grinding and really working hard um uh-huh. it was infectious it literally hit everyone like when you when we saw how hard you were working and stuff i think people were like oh damn it's possible to work this hard and get this good this fast you know like I, I liken your growth and you're like, bro, come on. We talked about, <laughs> we, I was talking about like your growth in similar to, uh, similar to Blake, Blake Thiessen. Cause he was taking, he was taking, when I was talking to him on the podcast that we did, that I'm going to redo later with them, we were talking <laughs> about how he was taking privates from James Bianco mm-hmm. weekly you know, uh, and I, and in the old podcast that I did with Amy, she was saying how there, there was a joke that Blake spent more time at Atomic than on campus at UCI. But I would say that you were definitely like my, when I came to SoCal, you were definitely an inspiration to me and a lot of other people. I'm not speaking for me. Wow. Because we, we, we realized like, yeah, we, we want to work. We want to, we want to do this thing, you know, and then as of recently, I do have to say, for those of you who don't know, Jungle has only been dancing shag for one Oh year. my gosh, stop. Okay, last thing, last thing, last thing. <laughs> and he has since won several things, right? Uh, last thing, I promise, last thing. And uh, you already said had, that. <laughs> you recently had a really, really fun time uh, with our friends when we had that little brewery get together. Yeah? Yes. That was great. That was a great day. That was, oh man, that was one of the most fun days. And I remember that day specifically because I remember doing shag and like watching you all (laughs) trying things. Yes. This is join the dark side. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I really liked being, I really liked when I was called the threat and a half of SoCal because everyone else. They're like doing like they can do all three, but I was like, oh, I do mainly Lindy. You can do all three. Don't even. <laughs> dodge that shit. <laughs> you can't tell me not to dodge things and dodge That's things. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> so like as far as for me, I like being called a threat and a half because I have Lindy Hop. That I that's my major. And then I also minor in Balboa. And then Shag is something I fleetingly like just you flirt with. You flirt with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a wonderful way to do. I remember when I posted that story of Jen and I doing Shag. Yeah. You all cats be like, Shag convert. Ah. <laughs> oh, God, is it happening? 
because it's, it's happening. So fun. That's it happening. Is. Yeah. So I'll say, yeah, that's my answer for those two recently. Oh, gosh. Now, since we are speaking about inspiration, though, you did yeah. meet Arnas and uh, Igle. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And actually, if I could talk about that real quick. Yeah, that's what I wanted uh, to because, ask. Yeah, because yeah, when I think about like uh, community building like here in our local scene, I think about you. Um, and I really hope someday that you can meet Arnas because when I think about like community building abroad, I think about him. Mm. Um, so when I went to Barcelona Shagfest last, last year, mm -hmm. um, like mind you, I had never met or communicated with, I, like, I didn't know anybody there at that mm -hmm. festival, um, except for Jeremy. And so I went there and I was like posting some stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. This is like, it was my first time in Europe. It's like all these people that I find super inspirational that were there. There's like band that I'd wanted to see play. Mm. Um, and I just like, it was a whatever post. It was like, I'm so excited to be here at this thing. Like shag, yeah. shag, shag, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, Arnas replied to it and he was like, hey, uh, like come and uh, introduce yourself just like before or after a class. Um, and for me, I'm just like, sorry not to be like anti me, but like I'm a nobody. Like I just like learned this. I'm here just to have fun, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so I went and I like said hello after a class and they were so, so, so kind. And like, um, especially to somebody that they had never met before. And I like, I'm just a dance, random dancer number four, right? Like um and so we had like a nice little conversation and then he was like come find me like let's do a dance later and I'm just like whoa I can <sighs> dance with this guy <laughs> like so my hands are sweaty <laughs> mom's, mom's spaghetti mom's you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah then I think it was like sun the one of the last days there I uh, was able to catch him and did a dance uh with him and he's like fantastic obviously but um and since then like randomly we'll just like communicate here and there but um yeah I just think like it's it's it was one thing for me to be like oh these people are so inspirational and I love their dancing and whatever and then it was like a completely different thing to meet them and be like they are such amazing like kind beautiful people and mm -hmm. it made me love them even more so um yeah they're fantastic fan fan fantastic they you yeah. when you were messaging me about like your trip in barcelona you sounded like you were so happy and um, <laughs> you were you were just having the time of your life i was i was i mean i think up until that point i had never danced that much shag like for that many hours in a row for that many days in a row and that's all i wanted to do anyway so I just had to go to Europe to do it. <laughs> uh well, um, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll we'll work something here. Maybe an event will pop up. Uh, I yeah, know. I hope so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm already working on something. I don't know. Oh, oh, maybe I don't know. You know, well, everyone will have to keep listening and find out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so that was your shag story, right? Mm -hmm. So as far as yes. dancing goes, you took a dance ten years ago. You met the incomparable, amazing Matt Ritchie, stayed mm -hmm. for the dances, took a class, started doing Shag with Tyler, went headfirst 
and you really, really worked hard on your shag and practiced a ton, just skyrocketed yeah. in terms of like delving into it. And that's mm -hmm. when you started hustling and grinding, right? Mm -hmm. Now, how would you, how would you describe how often you work on it and how much you practice? How would you describe it? It because depends on the week. <laughs> depends on the week. Um, it depends on the week, but I try to do something every day if I can. Mm. Um, it, it doesn't always work out that way. And obviously, like, I'm not an actual robot. So um, I, I do hit some walls and I, I do need rest at some point eventually. But mm -hmm. um, I, unless I, like, really have a good reason or I have something that's already, like, a commitment that I've already agreed to, I try to say yes to every opportunity if I can. Mm -hmm. um, and also it helps that I really enjoy it. So it's it's a, a combination of those those things. But um yeah, I don't know. It's fun. So and I wanna I wanna like um I just want to be better. Mm. Now that's your description and believe it or not, people, jungle is playing it lightly. Like she mm -hmm. you you put it lightly, like you you work. And when you say daily, I'm talking like you will go get a practice room if you don't have a practice partner and just practice shag footwork on your own for oh, that's true. Yeah. An hour or two. Yeah. yeah. And that, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, well, so this is the thing, like uh so I would say that not a lot of things come to me naturally, right? Like I'm not mm. um I'm not like naturally musically inclined. I'm not uh, naturally like, I don't know, super creative or like super brainy or whatever. Like I think um, for me throughout my life, even to be like below average at something, I've had to like really put in work. And so right. um, over the years, the skill that I, I'm, I think that I have honed is that I just kind of keep my head down and I like put in the time. <laughs> That's a skill mm -hmm. that I've acquired. Um, so uh, yeah, I, th I think if that's my strength, then that's what I will utilize to like improve myself because that's that's kind of like all I have in a sense. Right. Uh, yeah anyways it's <laughs> getting awkward next subject no 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 i was, I, was gonna say, I could compliment the shit out of you right now oh my god no let's not do that right now or but ever like I hear, <laughs> I hear you when you say like you have that grind and that hustle because uh that concept of really working hard on something and it not coming natural to you like that matters and i think that's a good point to hammer on because there's this other dancer um, Sherry so mm -hmm. she started dancing like several months ago but she did the same thing mm -hmm. after she would take the class she would drill for hours and I hope to have her on this podcast soon to talk about that but that I think that speaks to your testament of wanting to be good and wanting to be better right you want it bad enough that you are working towards that grind and that is that's really awesome in my mind you know now thank you Aw, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Oof, that, took, that took everything. I know, <laughs> I appreciate funny. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> now that being said, um, shag is shag and dancing overall. It's it's not the 
it's not the easiest hobby or dance, right? So there are challenges that come up with it. So I'm curious, what are the biggest challenges you have so far? Um, like in dancing overall? Uh, you can take it however you like. In dancing overall, shag, lindy hop, um, competition, um, events, that kind yeah. of stuff. Okay. Um, so uh, there's like, um, obviously like perpetual consistent challenges, right? Like um, technical skills, creativity, like for me, confidence is a big thing mm. um, that I don't have. <laughs> um, uh, like I, I briefly talked about like the, a rigid perfectionist mindset that I have mm. that I'm like trying to work on. So there are things like that, that I'll be working on forever for a really long time yeah um but if I had to pick like something that happened like an instance um I would say my biggest challenge so far has been my experience with vestibular neuritis which mm -hmm. you kind of know because yeah. you were yeah you were like checking up on me at that time because you're a great friend um but that experience I, I would not wish on my worst enemy Mm. it was really really hard yeah mm -hmm. yeah that was I think that was that was scary for a lot of us for you yeah you know? yeah yeah um because yeah for me mm -hmm. I remember when we were practicing I kept checking in and be like hey is this too many spins like should we <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, yeah. that was yeah, for people who don't know how would you describe that um, that's when a virus gets into one of your inner ears, um, mm. and our inner ears are our balance centers. And mm -hmm. so what happens with vestibular neuritis is like one ear that's n not, uh, inflamed, uh, the inner ear is normal. And then the one that's inflamed is telling you like, turn left, turn left, turn left. And one's like, it's normal, it's normal, it's normal. And so Ooh. you get like that vertigo. Um, because there's like these mixed signals yeah. um, and so there's like not much you can do about that and they wrote me a doctor's note I took like a couple days off work and they said okay we'll give you like a general like three months to recovery kind of thing yeah and um, of course four days in I like went on google and I googled it and um, there are some like really harrowing stories of people who have had very severe and lasting vestibular neuritis who like oh, they've had it for 25 years or like um it's like completely upended their lives like they can't go back to work they have to quit their jobs whatever the four days in I'm just freaking the bleep out <laughs> like am I ever gonna be normal again like I don't know um and the first week after I I had it I took like the week off dancing and that's when mm. you guys were like being super sweet and sending me these like video messages and like you know like checking up on me and stuff mm. um and then I think after the first week because I'm a pretty impatient person the second week I was like okay I can like walk around without having to throw up I'm gonna try to go back to the topic um <laughs> And like, obviously the, the first day back was super, super hard. Um, that was uh, what you were talking about. I feel like ask people not to like rotate me. 
yeah. just to find that everything has rotation. Like even a side pass has some rotation in it. Yeah. Um, and so the first day back, I think like 30 minutes and I had I, like a really bad headache and I had to go home. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it was probably not the smartest thing to do, but um, I ended up just like skipping my physical therapy and just continuing to go to Atomic for as long as my brain and body could handle it mm -hmm. um, and tough in the beginning, but like increased over time. Uh, so I kind of like self rehabilitated in a sense. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until it was almost like three and a half to four months later, like maybe the beginning of October or something like that when I finally felt mostly like myself. Yeah, And I say mostly because the thing with vestibular neuritis is that because one ear is, one inner ear is normal and the other one has been damaged, yeah. you are for, forever at a disequilibrium after you have it. Yeah. And like this, the severity like depends on how damaged your inner ear got, but yeah, um, yeah your brain will like compensate to an extent, but um it's like it affects you forever after you have it yeah. uh so yeah you, like before having this i was already really bad at being balanced and now i'm extra imbalanced mm. um because of it but i would say it was like a debilitatingly humbling experience mm. um and uh it opened my eyes to a lot of things like how much of your body has to be working normally in order yeah. for you to do like very simple things like sit still in a chair or like just walk down a street and how yeah. we take those things for granted every day. Yeah. Um, and this like thing can happen to literally anybody at any time without any warning mm -hmm. um, because the virus that can affect your inner ear can be like, from a cold or a flu or COVID or whatever. Um, and yeah, I consider myself like incredibly lucky that like it only affected me to the extent that it did. And I can lead a pretty normal life after having gone through it because yeah. a lot of people can't. So that was hard. <laughs> that was really That's tough. <laughs> that's a huge that's a huge challenge and i do have to say all of us are really happy that uh you are back closer to yourself yeah like yeah i remember at one point um we were going to dance and i was like hey how's the spinny thing with the dizziness yeah. and you're like oh i'm okay i'm all right yeah 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 and i i remember being like oh thank goodness you know yeah yeah now um that being said, before we start the winding down process, is there anything else you wanted to touch on in regards to like, oh, actually, I wanted to ask you, because I know that you've been injured multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what would you say is, has, has been your biggest challenge, whether it's been like a physical thing or mental thing or ex like an experience or whatever? So first of all, I'd like to say that the 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 injury has been lifted, the curse has been lifted, and um, unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, it's been given to Benny and Bianca. Oh, because no. because oh. Benny, 
Betty and I competed together at uh, Lindy Focus. So I think that the curse was passed oh, on. Oh, you passed him. it on. Uh. Yeah. And then he like dances with Bianca a bunch. And so I think they both got, because oh. they both, or Benny's, poor, poor Benny's hand yeah. is. Yeah, I know his right hand. Now. And then there's Bianca. Uh, I think she had like a knee injury or something. So mm. unfortunately, I passed on the curse and I want to take it back because I don't want my friends to be injured. Um, but I'll say this. I've become really, really good at A, giving Jack Chen my money to fix me. Because <laughs> if anyone's ever injured, by the way, and you need physical therapist, like Jack is out of network for me, but I still go to him mm-hmm. because he's a dancer and he knows exactly what exercise would get me back to where I need to be. So little plug there for Jack. Yeah. Yeah, Jack. Ooh. Yeah, Jack. Woo. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> The other like challenge I would just say is like not dancing is really, really hard because for me, it's not, it's not just my hobby to show my artistic self, but it's places where I get to hang out with you and Jed and Amy, you know, all the atomic people seeing Grace and Blake and all that. And so Mm -hmm. it's not just like a physical thing. It's also like a community and emotional thing for me. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was very challenging for me. I was going to dances and not dancing, just like yes. watching my friends. Yeah, I remember that. I'd be, I'd be lying if I said um, when I was there uh, or I, I would have like some drinks before I would go dancing, you know, or like go dancing, you know, and I would, I would just sit there, you know, buzz, enjoying my friends. Because if I wasn't, I, I don't use it as a crutch, but I would be sad, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there's, I haven't come up with like a way to fully um, combat that except for stretching. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I think the only way to do Important. that is try to be as preventative as possible. So yeah. at least for me, I stretch. But yeah, that was a good question. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so winding down here we're going down to the three questions i ask all of my guests right um so you have gone to some events i know you talked about barcelona but i was curious what's one of your favorite events you've been to so far yeah i have actually haven't been to that many i've been to like four or five Mm -hmm. um i think uh so last year was my first time going to camp hollywood and that was like really cool in the sense of um like I think SoCal rolls pretty deep and it was mm-hmm. like it's our local thing and it's all of our people yeah um and to see like everybody practice so hard and put themselves out there super inspirational um and speaking of Bianca I think she and I had our little like SoCal cheer corner yeah um, <laughs> and there's no better cheerleader than Bianca and she's the absolute sweetest Aww. and so that was super fun just like grabbing a corner and having like all people like go and dance like in that corner and just yeah. like screaming for them and that yeah. was um a huge highlight for me uh and then yeah I already talked about Barcelona but that would have to be like that that was probably that's probably my favorite one so far just there's a lot of factors mm-hmm. for that one um that made the experience what it was but two different things like one is um having like your home community around yeah. and like mm-hmm. yeah like uh 
doesn't matter where you are if your people are there then then you're home right yes um so that that was the thing that I loved about Camp Hollywood and Barcelona went mostly by myself but I think just like um putting myself out there and being able to like do the thing that I love to do for hours and hours on end and for multiple days in a row um that was uh, more of a personal journey but that was also really fun and it was a great it's a great um event so those two are my favorite so far yeah I mean those those are awesome um what events are you planning to go to Ah, uh, in a week and a half, I will be going to Innsbruck, Austria for a shag and bow there. Um, so that should be super fun. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and then uh, right after that, I'll be going to Swingin' by the Sound, which I'm super excited about. It's the, um, it's the shag event. I think it's put on by ryan martin it's in washington. washington um i think maybe so far we can say that it is currently the only shag specific event in the united states Damn. um so that's cool i'm excited for that that one was really hard to make happen but i just felt like i couldn't not go to it so mm. um pulled a lot of strings and and i'm excited to go to that one um and there uh let's see camp hollywood for this year i mean we i'm pretty sure we're all going to that one um and then there are some other ones that are on my radar that i would like to go to but they are all in europe and i need to see if i can afford it and take the time off yeah so, yeah i don't know how many times in a year i can go <laughs> i can go to europe um for dance and still um have enough money for everything else but in yeah. a perfect world i would be going to some of those yeah, just, just don't 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 move there yet. Like <laughs> stay stay here. Don't move. I can't. Um, I can't. Uh, there's too many people I love here for me to move to Europe. <laughs> now, if Arnas wants to move here, I Ooh. think it's great. So Arnas, come on <laughs> over. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, um, the the last question that I have that I like to ask all of the guests is what's a message you want to leave for all swing dancers that are listening um i would say there's like a i don't know if it's a quote or a saying whatever i heard it somewhere um <laughs> and it's like something along the lines of there's no better exercise for the heart than lifting people up and mm -hmm. I think um, just continuing to show up for each other and support each other. And um, I think that's like both the most important thing about our community and also the best thing about our community. So my message is let's keep doing our heart exercises and <laughs> let's make our hearts buff. <laughs> oh my God, that was so- That's my message. That was so heartwarming. Uh, oh my god, that was bad. I'm really bad. I'm a cornball. I I will I, I mean, will say yeah yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say like uh, like dancing is what we have in common, but it's like the people and the positive experiences that keep us coming back, right? And that connect mm. us 
like even if we had the most talented like people in this area if everybody was like a meanie and the experiences were like toxic or negative like that that would not be sustainable so i think like we have a good thing going and we just need to keep keep the good stuff going <laughs> I very, I very much, yeah that's yeah. that's a very strong thing that i and this podcast is about so thank you so much for advocating for our heart exercises jungle Super exercise let's do them all right everyone <laughs> that concludes our uh show with the wonderful shag advocate jungle so yeah. thanks so much for coming on jungle super appreciate you thanks andre for having me no appreciate problem. yeah everyone else uh thank you so much for listening we will see you next week for our next guest all right thank you all